What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Brand podcast. I am excited because today we are going to be looking at finding winning products and niches for Etsy. Yes, once again. And uh, the reason why I'm excited about this is because there's something brand new that was released inside of the Everbee tool, the, the tool that I've been using now for probably around six or seven months. And really, it's the tool of choice for me for finding products. And any of you that are Amazon people from back in the day of the podcast, it's kind of like a jungle scout, but for Etsy. And uh, I really, really love this tool, but they rolled out some new features, which is actually making it even better, but also it's making it easier to validate, which you guys know I'm big on validating anything before we go through with it. I mean, even if you're out there buying rental properties, I want to do some evaluations of those properties and, and really do some deep diving and some validation of the market. So it's like anything. We want to make sure before we... We end up going into anything, whether it's a niche or if it's launching products, we want to make sure that we can validate it. So that's what we're going to be talking about here on this episode. I'm really excited because these new features are pretty awesome and uh, I'm going to be sharing them with you here on this episode. Now, I will say this, if you are brand new to selling on Etsy, I would definitely encourage you to head on over and check out the 64K roadmap. And you can do so by heading over to brandcreators.com forward slash 64K. And that there is the roadmap that uh, we put together that actually walks you through what my wife did when she started her little side hustle and did 64K in the last 12 months. But uh, actually, probably in the last four months, there was over 40,000 of that, and uh, we're really going to ramp things up this coming year. So if you're interested in checking that out, head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash 64K, and you can do so. So what do you say? Let's do this, and uh, I'm going to stop talking so you can listen in on this episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, Chris, um, I'm ready to dig in if you're ready to dig in. Because, uh, well, this is this is exciting. I, I want to dig in. I'm kind of chomping at the bit here. Let's do it. It looks like we're up and live. All the tubes are connected all across the internet, so we should be good to go. And guys, as always, if you have any questions along the way, make sure to let us know. Uh, if we have some time at the end, we will kind of hang out for a little bit and answer some of those as well. So, Scott, with that, if you're ready, let's jump into it. Okay, cool. So, let's just, let, let's talk about the the validation piece itself, Okay. So when we are looking for products, now I'm assuming that you have your niche selected, all right? Now, if you don't have your niche selected, you can still use this process to do the validation, but let's just assume, let's go down the avenue of you already are in a niche and you are looking for other products and you want to see what is selling and what is selling well, what is sold in the past, what is the history on that? We want to be able to do that. So this way here, we can shortcut the the flops, if you will, right? And get rid of those and uh, and not really avoid those, not even like shortcut them, but just get them out of the way. Because when we are doing traditional product research, we aren't able to really see the numbers. And a lot of times when people are looking at using a tool like Everbee, uh, you don't really 
know what you're looking at or what really matters. And today I want to share with you how I stumbled on this new feature that just rolled out in Everbee and how this got me really excited. Actually, my wife and I, uh, we started digging in after I showed her it and uh, we started going in our own niche and started to look at other other avenues and sub niches and products. And we ended up uh, sitting at the kitchen table for about an hour, actually later than we wanted to, because I wanted to go to bed and so did she. And it was like, we just kept going down this, this rabbit hole of these potential uh, areas of our niche because we were able to, to, to look into a little bit more in depth. Um, so really, uh, just want to say, if you have your niche, this is something that I would definitely encourage you to do. Now, the tool that we are using is Everbee, and I will throw that up on the banner. And yes, I am an affiliate for uh, Everbee. You will buy me a cup of coffee, which I have one right in hand right now, and I would appreciate it if you did go through my link, but you don't have to. But I'm just saying, if you do go through my link, I will get a cup of coffee for you signing up. Again, if you sign up for free, it doesn't cost you anything, and it is free for your first 10 searches, I believe. See, love that coffee. So let's go ahead and uh, let's add this into the stream so I can go ahead and show you guys what I'm doing here. All right. So I just pulled up this here, moon phases. Now it's funny because we did a workshop this past weekend and uh, and we were talking about this niche. We were, I also used it as an example. Uh, I believe it was on one of our YouTube videos, but moon phases, a very, very unique and very, uh, just obscure niche. Like who would think moon phases could be a thing, right? I mean, look at this moon phases, right? But then look at all of this here. Look at all of these, all of these little uh, circles up here. These are all categories. Okay. These are all like, if you were to do the same thing here and type this in, you would see auto suggest, right? So what this is telling us is, okay, there's definitely products here for this niche. Now, if you Here's one tip for you. If you were looking at this here, moon phases, and you didn't see hardly any of these, like there's maybe like two, it probably means there's not a lot of opportunity in that niche, okay? So that's just one thing that I do look at. But if we're looking at this right here, there's not much data that we can see other than, okay, this is a star seller. This is a star seller. These are all ads. Uh, There's not a lot that it's going to tell us. Sometimes we can see the bestseller badge. Okay, that's great. But if you guys have ever used Everbee, which that's what you're seeing right here, this this little extension here, let me try to draw this better. But this bar over here that you see, this is the Everbee, uh, th- this right here, this is the Everbee extension that's kind of overlaying your, uh, you know, your computer screen, okay, your your browser. So let's go in here now, okay? So I did the search, and then this is what it pulled up. Okay, now I could keep scrolling here, but I took a screenshot of this because I wanted you to be able to see it. And I'll kind of walk through some of this stuff. But basically what I did was I I sorted it right here. Okay, I sorted by revenue. Okay, I sorted it by revenue. And this here is going to give me all the total revenue. I can do the same thing for for, uh, estimated sales. I can do uh, total sales and listing age. Now, the reason why I have these highlighted here and I, I kind of made it a point to bring this to your attention is because estimated total sales, what that's doing for me. Now, this isn't a new feature. This has always been there, but this is something that I look at. I'll look at that and then I look at listing age. So I look at this and I go, okay, this here has 525 sales, okay? Total sales. It's been live 
for 11 months. Okay. So that's not even a year. That's pretty good. And it's it right now, last month, it did 46 sales and it did $4,800. Pretty good. Okay. So then I can do the same thing here. I'm like, okay, 13,000 sales right here. And it's been live for two years. Okay. So if we cut that in half, we got a little over, you know, 6,000, 6,500 ish sales. Okay. Per year. And last month did 517. It's only $6, but I'd be thinking, okay, is this a lead? Is this a lead in? Is this like a, a product that could lead people into my store? That's for another conversation, but that's what I'm looking at. Then I would look at this one. Okay. This is two months old and let's see, it's had 130 total sales. This is last month's revenue. And then th this is last month's sales. Not too bad. Okay. Here's a, a shirt. It looks like, let me get rid of this stuff. It looks like on that one there, it's had 191 sales and total 584. And look at this, only three months old. So the reason why I'm doing this is I'm trying to see like, okay, history-wise, how many sales, what's it done recently? Uh, what's it done recently here? But then also how old is it, right? So this is one piece of the validation that I'm doing. Okay. But that's not the special secret little sauce here that I discovered now that Everbee has allowed us to see. Check this out. Here it is. Favorites have always, always been there, which is really important. But look at this, this here. Okay. This right there, that's supposed to be an arrow. Uh, that right there, that is views. So now what it's telling me is it's telling me it's had 85,738 views, okay? This one here has had 412,743 views. Now, if I go back here, this is, uh, let's see, the second one down. That listing is 25 months old. So I would say 25 months old, about two years. And in two years, it's had 412,000. That's pretty good. Okay, now let's look at one of these other ones that isn't that old. So like this one here, three months old, 584, it's that shirt. So let's look at that shirt right here. It's had 19,196. So I'm looking at this, at the views really, to see, okay, those aren't purchases, but it's interest. It's what people have seen this, you know, they, they've actually went in either landed on it or saw it. Okay. So that's really, really awesome to be able to have that data. Now, the other thing that they added was this right here in this column, and that's conversion rate. So now I can see, okay, 412,000 views. Okay. It's been favorited 5,595. Now you guys, if you haven't heard me talk about this, favorites are great. All right. To be able to see favorites. Why is that great? Because we are able now to see that Okay, maybe they didn't buy. Maybe not all of them bought, but people touched that product. So imagine someone came in your store, they saw it sitting out on a display, they picked it up, and now we know that that's how many people were actually interested in that thing, right? Really, really important. So now if we look at views and we look at favorites, it gives us more data, okay? Because the views is like, okay, that's how many people actually saw it. This is how many people actually favorited it. And this is how many people as a conversion rate, 3.17, which is pretty good, 
from these views. Okay. So these are all metrics that I'm looking at. And sometimes the conversion rate doesn't really matter to me as much because it could just be a, not really a good listing. Now this visibility score, this is something brand new as well. And this here, and I haven't really dug into it, but the way that I would use this now is not so much for, well, a little bit for research, but what I'm using it for is, okay, it's telling me that this is a hundred, the visibility score. That means that this here is pretty well optimized. If this was a 75 or something, or maybe a 60, and it still had good sales, that would be an opportunity for me to come in here, create a product that was similar and I could do a better job on the optimization and potentially outrank them. So that's another cool thing inside of Everbee, all right? And once again, guys, if you have not yet signed up to try it for free, I would definitely encourage you to do so. And I'll actually, I think it's already up there. Yeah, Chris has got it up there. So definitely give it a try. Like there's no credit card required. You can try it for free. Uh, and if you go through my link, uh, you can get, I think I believe it's 10 free searches per month. All right. So give that a shot. Chris, before I move on to the next one, is there anything we needed to talk about or discuss with that so far? A couple things. So you get a lot of the, the basic data available on the free plan. I do believe, Scott, the advanced analytics stuff is only available on the growth plan. Okay. Um, it may be available on the pro plan as well. So for those of you guys who don't know, and I'm not an ever be salesperson, right? But I have the pricing page pulled up because I knew this was going to come up. Uh, the the free plan allows you to get those those free searches, right? Then there's the, the pro plan uh, and the growth plan. And I think uh, the growth plan is the one that you would need. And I think annually that works out to like 20 bucks a month, something like that to get all of this data. Now, you don't need any of this data to do niche validation, to do any of these things, but it does make this process a heck of a lot easier. And Scott, if if we go to, and we look at monthly and we say, We'd, ha we'd have to ask Everbee, right? But I'm pretty sure it's included in the, the growth plan. Uh, 30 bucks, right, for the month, even if that's all we're going to do, to be able to quickly validate the niche, that to me is more than worth it, right? To understand what this looks like, even if you're only going to pay for it for the month, to get the conversion rate data, to get all of this, that seems to make sense to me. The other thing that I think is really cool with this, Scott, is we not only get the sales on the products, but we get the total shop sales at a glance. And so we're able to see, and yes, like you can go into the shop and, and do that and get that data, but you can't easily compare that to the number of sales on a specific listing. So we're very able to see uh, if a shop is top heavy, for example, right? Meaning they have one product that's leading to all of their sales, or if this product that's selling 5,000 units a year is just a small fraction of the business that they're doing. If it's that case, well, then we have a really compelling reason to go jump into their shop do a little bit more analysis, see how they're treating the niche, see what they're doing and getting through all of those things. The other thing I think that's interesting here is this conversion rate. And you, you touched on this. Um, being able to see that lets us get a really good idea of how much demand there is, right? Because conversion rate is just number of views divided by number of sales, pretty straightforward, but also how well that specific product is performing versus expectations, right? A mid-range conversion rate on an Etsy product should be somewhere between 1% and 3%, right? I'd say 1.5 to 2 is probably the really safe version of that range. If any of these products are converting lower than that, we should be writing that down, especially if they have a high number of views, right? This very first one that we're seeing here, Scott, 85,758, I think that says, uh, views over 13 months. Now, I'm not a math genius, but I know how to use a Google calculator. That tells me they're getting like 6,600 views per month, and they're only converting 0.81% of those people. 
if that flower moon phase wall art thing is something that we're interested in, we need to take note of that. It means there is a metric buttload of demand for that product, right? That's actually 6, a term, 000, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, it's, it's an official measurement in the metric system. I know the, you know, for, for our American friends, we don't really understand that. Right. But in the rest of the world, you guys understand what a metric buttload is. It's more than an imperial buttload. Um, but when we see something like that, right, 6,600 views monthly, right. Spread out and only a 0.8% conversion rate. It means there's a lot of demand for that product and it's not being filled by the existing product. Why? It's converting less than half of what it should be doing, even if it's a mediocre listing. So we need to make a mental note of that to come back and say, okay, maybe we create a different version of this. Maybe when they're looking for moon phase wall art, what they're really looking for is a picture and not stickers or whatever this thing is. This is just getting all of this search volume and they're getting all of these views and those people aren't finding the product that they want. And so if we can create a different version of that, thinking through what people might logically want when they're typing in moon phase flower wall art, we have built in 6,000 visits a month that we have the potential to get. And even if we don't outrank them, we will over time as we are converting better than they are. Does that make sense? So seeing these numbers is great for quick validation, but it's also really cool for the, the product side of things and saying, okay, this is something I should pay attention to. There's clearly a lot of search volume related to this and they're not doing a good job serving the audience with what they actually want. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yeah, and you know, so I I want to talk a little bit about like how would you use this for niche uh, validation itself, not just products, right? Because I think you're going to use it in both both areas. Yeah. All right. So if I was doing this for niche validation, I would want to do that search. I'd want to do multiple searches. Let's say it was moon phases. And then from moon phases, I also seen it was like witchy decor was another one, right? What I would do is I would start to take these common searches and the way that I'm going to do that also, by the way, is I'm going to look at their tags and that's going to give me ideas of what else they're trying to go after. And that will give me more inspiration. And so then what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at views as a way for me to see how much traffic is out there, right? Like how much is, is really being searched for because the views are not lying, right? It's like telling me like, if they're, if these are being viewed, that means there's people viewing them, right? And if people are viewing them, that means that there's people in that market searching for moon phases in this case, right? Or bass fishing, right? Whatever it is. So that's why if I was doing this for, for the, the niche validation side of it, I would be using it as like, I'd be looking at that full list. So if we go back to this list, let me go back in here and see if my little pen is working again. Yeah. So I would go right in. Let me change that color, Chris. I want a different color. I'm, I want to go with, uh, let, let me go. go with like a go fuchsia. With, Cause you got, you got orange and green on here. See what, there we go. 
Yeah, that might show up a little better. So yeah, so I'm going to basically go right here and I'm going to look at every single one here and I'm going to do this for multiple searches. So I, I did this one for moon phases. And then what I'm going to do is I'm just going to look at all of this. And I mean, heck, I'm looking at this one here at, you know, what's that? 412,000 for just that one. I would have to look into it and make sure that it has to do with moon phases and all that good stuff. But even if I got rid of that one, I'm looking at this one. This is definitely moon phase and it gets 85,000 views. It has. And, uh, and it looks like from what I can see here, the shop age is only 13 months old. How old is the listing? Well, let's look. So that one there is this one. The listing is 11 months old. So it's just, it was, it was, uh, just when it opened. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, it's actually getting more than that 6,600 that we were talking about. Cause I just based that off the, the shop age, which is what yeah. was on that slide. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So if, if I'm looking at that, then I'm like, okay. And then I, you have all these other things. So I have this one here, right? I have that one. That's definitely moon phase. I have this here, which I know is moon phase. And then you have this one here, right? Moon phase. And then this one here, moon phase. So I'm taking these and I am going to look at the views. So I have that one is the view. I have this one is a view. This one is a view. So 31,693, 19,085. And then I'm looking at, okay, the shop age. This is two years old, but that's not the listing, right? So let's look at the listing. So the listing here is that's 24 months. Let's see. This one here is only three months though. So what about that shirt? What did that do? The shirt here was 19,000 in three months, right? So that's kind of how I'm doing it. If I'm looking at uh, validating a niche, I'm looking at moon phase and then I'm looking at all of the other searches that would be done. And I'm going to do the same process. And then looking at the favorites is also just another thing. Like before we would just look at the favorites. Now we have views and conversions. Like that's amazing. And the visibility score allows me to see if that listing is, has a weak spot where I can, I can maybe do better on optimization. Um, so yes. And yeah, I did not realize to be quite honest with you, what I, I didn't know what plan that all of this was accessible to, but I do know with the 10 free searches, you do get, um, you get some of this data, even if all you got was the estimated monthly sales and the total sales, right. Or the age of the listing. So anything that you can get is better than just looking at this here and guessing, right? Minus this green thing that I got there. Um, so anyway, hopefully that helps. And do me a favor in the in the comments, let me know, um, is this helpful? Like, is this helpful us going through this? Because this is something else we, we can do more of this stuff uh, on another uh, upcoming podcast or video. Um, also, I would uh, also say, if you guys are getting value, smash that like button. That's another thing that I forget to tell people or ask people to do. So if you would do that, that would be awesome. Give it a little bit of love. All right, cool. So uh, Chris, are you ready to move on? Let's rock and roll. All right, let's do it. And guys, if you do have any questions, drop them in the comments. If you're here live, we'll go ahead and try to answer them at the end. All right, so moving on. So we just went into moon phases. Now let's do baby girl gift. All right. So let's say I was in the baby market, baby niche, and I, and I'm, I'm like, okay, I want to go ahead and do some research. So I went in and did baby, uh, girl gift. That's where I went. And then you can see, look at all of this stuff right here. All of this stuff is all related to baby girl gift. So that's a good sign. 
That's first thing. Now, if I don't have a tool, this is what I'm going to be looking at. Okay. And I'm going to try to say, okay, popular now. This is popular now. This is popular now. This is popular now. So that's all good signs. I can dig into those. That's pretty good. But I'm going to never be. Go ahead and show you what that looks like. So I just ran that page, this whole page right here. I ran this and I sorted it. And then you can see here we have, I sorted it by revenue in this case. So I went right here and I just did the revenue. So $70,000, this one product, okay? Last month did 1,760 sales and uh, total sales is 35.20 and it's only been active for two months, all right? So I'm looking at that. I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. Let's look at this one. Uh, we have another one, $60,000, 1,340, right? 47,000 total sales. And it's been uh, almost three years. Still good numbers though, right? So I'm looking at all of this stuff, all right? Now, I'm also gonna maybe just look at like some stuff that's like young, like this here's 14 months. Let me look at this one, okay? So 27,000, 1,105 sales, 25 bucks is what it sells for. Total sales, 15,000, and it's been active for 14 months. So I'm looking at that stuff too, because I'm like, okay, well, maybe this one here is 35 months old. Of course they're doing that well. Well, this is pretty young, right? So that's also what I look for when I'm doing this. But let's move into this new data. So again, the favorites are here. It's kind of cut off, but you can kind of see it. But this is what I'm looking at in this case. I'm looking at the views, right? And I'm looking at all of these views. So this one here, 232,000. This one here, 1,468,463. Crazy. Uh, 302,000, 23,000, 146,000, 111,000. So if I was just doing this as some niche validation, I'd be like, holy crap, there's a lot of traffic here. Okay. There's a lot of traffic. Then I'm going to look at the conversion rate over here. So I can see that I've got a 1.24% on one listing. I've got a 2.55 on another. I've got a 3% on another, almost a 2%, almost a 3%, another little over two, another little. So these are all converting pretty good. Okay. So those are all things that we're looking at. And the visibility scores, these are all doing pretty well. They're all visibility score at a hundred. All right. So if I was to look at this and I'm trying to get product ideas, I'm like, okay, well, what is something here that's, okay, there might be something here that's like a knitted sweater, you know, well, we're not going to probably do that, right? But I would still use this as validation for baby girl gift. You see, even if I'm not selling that product, I can still see that people are searching for baby girl gift by looking at these numbers. Now, this one here is a little... It's a little blanket, it looks like. Well, that could be something that I could offer. And it's got a lot of traffic and it's converting pretty well. So I might look into that product if I was in this niche, right? And here's a, a shirt. Here's just a basic shirt, okay? And uh, that one there, 302,000 views, converts at 3%. And I wonder what is that doing here? Okay, so it's down here. I must not have scrolled down on that one or I sorted it differently. But you can see this one here on the plush blanket. Don't it's doing twenty seven thousand? Oops, twenty seven thousand dollars right there, right there, twenty seven thousand, which is crazy. Uh, so that's how you would look 
at this new feature built into Everbee. Obviously, on the growth plan, uh, you get to see all of this data, which, guys, if if you're doing this, and even if it, even if this is a side hustle, like think about this. If you were starting a side hustle, I used to be in the construction business. If I was going to start a gutter company, like a gutter company that went out and put up new gutters, I would need to buy tools, right? I would need to buy a machine to pump out the gutter and then I would need tools, a ladder, and I would need all those things. This is one tool. So whenever I talk to people and they're getting ready to start, like, yeah, but I just, I want to save and I, I don't, I want to do this everything for free. That's fine. It's just going to be a lot more guessing. And in this case, when we're doing this, we want to shortcut that process and really only spend our time on products we know, or, or at least the, the niche that we know that there's traffic there and that people are buying in there. We don't want to guess. So to me, this is like a must tool. And yes, I am you know, a, a an affiliate for, for Everbee, but I'm a user of Everbee. As you can see, I have a growth plan. I use it every single day. Like literally every day I'm using this, whether it's for trainings or whether it's for my own business. Um, so it's a really, really great tool. I definitely recommend checking it out. So let me give you guys a little bit of the validation checklist. This is what I use. And this is what I would suggest all of you doing, no matter if you use a tool or not. We want to be able to Look at a listing's age. We want to also look at total sales. We want to also look at monthly sales. We want to look at the listing views if we can. We want to look at how many times that item has been favorited. And then we want to look at how many sales converted from the listing views. So it's kind of like you're looking at this here, right? You're looking at that. And then you're looking at that. All right. So that's kind of how I use this here. Okay. And this is kind of how you can figure out, are there products that are selling well that you can draw inspiration from? And this way here, you're not guessing. You're just looking at the data and letting the data guide you and tell you what your next move is in this case. So Chris, is there any questions on that? Money is all around us, and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it, and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host Matt Heslin brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. Yeah, we had a couple, and I know you you just kind of covered it, uh, but somebody did ask, would you recommend doing this now, like getting the pro plan or waiting until after I make some sales? And the answer is... Scott, still waiting on a t-shirt for this. We, should, we we gotta create one and put one up on Etsy, right? It depends. To me, having this data, right? Even if we're only gonna get the growth plan for one month, right? Like, let's just make that the, the mindset. Would you like to spend 30 bucks to massively speed up this process and get all of the data you want, right? Well, how much is your time worth, right? If we can speed this process up by an hour, two hours, three hours and get rid of some of the digging because we immediately know 
okay, for underwater bass fishing, right? Or underwater kayak bass fishing, the products that rank number one for that get 700,000 views a month combined. Yeah, that's enough volume for me, <laughs> right? Uh, and even if we don't have that, we can get the sales and do it based off the sales volume. But that doesn't really tell us how much volume there is in the market in terms of overall search volume, right? Because the, the views that you're seeing there are not just being calculated for that specific keyword. I'm, I, am I wrong on that, Scott? It should be the views to that listing overall, which should be every search that that listing ranks for mm -hmm. is being calculated in that view, which means yeah. if underwater bass fishing wall art, right, <laughs> is getting 700,000 views, it's highly unlikely that they're typing in something other than something related to underwater bass fishing and wall art to get there, right? right. So if we're using this niche-based approach, this gives us a much clearer picture in a much shorter amount of time of what the volume is in the market and whether or not that will support our goal. Now, Scott, the question I know that we are going to get because we always get it is, well, how much is enough? And the answer is, it depends, right? It depends on your long-term goal. If you're trying to get to $50,000 a year from this, you're going to have to take that, right? And say, okay, these products are priced at X, Y, and Z. Let's just say, you know, $100 to make it easy. On average, 30 to 40% profit, which would be 30 to $40 a day, right? Or 30 to $40 a sale. How many sales do I need to get to 50,000? And then if we take the number of views times 1%, right? Or whatever that conversion rate would be, then we can start to get closer to that number. But being able to see this views data and being able to see uh, the, the score and the conversion rate is gonna make this process a lot easier for you. So even if you don't use this for the niche validation, it's gonna come in really handy on the product validation side of stuff. Um, again, yeah. like we're not here to, to sit here and sell Everbee. We have no real interest other than it, it buys us a cup of coffee if you go and actually join a, a paid plan. But we see how great these features are for people. And that's why we wanted to talk about it. And Scott, I know the other question that we're going to get is how close are these numbers to what we're seeing in reality, right? Like, are these numbers reliable or is it just kind of general directionality? Yeah, I would say that they're pretty darn accurate. And here, here's, here's what I would say. Uh, again, it probably will depend, uh, like, like Chris said, but I did my own uh, analyzing I did a video on it on YouTube actually. And I shared like three different products that, uh, you know, the numbers that we sold and whatever B was reporting that we sold. And I believe they were off, but they were off in the, the good direction. Meaning it said that I sold less than I actually did. Right. And it was, I mean, it wasn't much, it was like two sales, right? One might've been three, one might've been two, right? but it was super close. Now I will say this, it could vary. Like it could be off, but even if it was off 10 or 15, like at least you have an idea, a guide, a good estimated guess of direction, right? Of, of at least that you know that it's had sales. Now you can go through here. Here's a, here's a way that you could do this manually. At least you could get an idea is you would go to a product and you would say, okay, this one here says bestseller. I would look at the cart, see if anybody has it in their cart. If it says like 10 plus people have it in their cart, 20 plus people have it in their cart, then you know that it's a pretty popular product. Then I would go through the reviews of that shop and I would start to see what products are showing up consistently of people that purchased it that are leaving a review. That's what I would do. It'd be a manual process. That's what we did in the very, very beginning before I started using Everbee. And guess what? 
takes a lot of time. So for me to be able to do this, use this and pull in that data, I mean, within seconds, sometimes uh, it's just super, super easy for me. And I'm just, a, I'm a big advocate of, you know, working smarter, not harder. And a lot of times, yes, you are going to spend a little bit of money to use the tool, but it's, a, it's like anything. Like, are you going to show up to the job site and build someone a deck, but show up with a hammer? Or are you going to show up with a screw gun or a nail gun? Right? Like we're going to, we're going to try to make our job easier and we're going to, it's probably going to do a better job. So that's really what we're always trying to do here. Um, do you have something else here, Chris? Yeah. And somebody had said, you know, yeah, everybody said I sold uh, none in December, but I actually had sold 10, right? Well, yeah, that can happen. Right. But again, you're on the low side. And if you want to check this against your own numbers to get an idea of where it's coming in, you can do it with views, right? And you can do it with sales. You know how many sales you had on a particular product. The stats for Etsy sellers inside of your Etsy account will show you how many views listings have gotten. Uh, and so you should be able to calculate how, you know, whether it's higher or lower for your market. Obviously, right? Not all of this data is shared with Everbee. Some of it's publicly available on Etsy and some of it's calculated through the different algorithm. So no one is saying that this is 100% accurate, but guess what? Nothing's 100% accurate, right? No. Even Etsy data fluctuates from time to time within your own Etsy dashboard, right? They might say, hey, you didn't get any sales today. And then you have, you've had two cha-chings come through and four or five hours later, it pops through, right? But what you're going to get and what you're typically going to see is that it's always going to be off in the same direction, right? Mm -hmm. So if you run a search for, Scott, what was the second one you did? Like baby girl gift, something like yep. that, right? Yep. We know that everything in that search result is going to be off the same way. And so we can use it for directionality, just like we would use Google Trends or anything else. So even if it's only 80% accurate, this is going to get us 99% of the way there in a much shorter amount of time than it would if we sat there and entered each of these listings and said, okay, let's try to calculate how many sales they're getting. Let's try to figure out exactly what they're doing. We don't need to do that. We need to get a good idea of the rough overall size of the market. We need to get a pretty good idea of what the conversion rates are for the people who are ranking on page one and what the sales volume is. And if we meet demand, right, in terms of there being good demand in the market, if we meet the sales data and we have a good idea of what our competition looks like in terms of how much time and attention we have to pay to the listing, that gets us to the one yard line, right? Then all we have to do is take it that next step and, and push it over. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And, um, I would say, you know, like, like, like we said, like when we're doing the product research, especially in the beginning, we're just trying to cut down on launching products that, you know, aren't getting searched because people are like, yeah, I launched like 20 products and I haven't gotten any sales yet. Have you looked at those products to see if there's even a lot of traffic yet? You know, so that's the big thing. You can see we're live here right now because I've got a dog barking. So I'm going to have to go tend to that. Chris, um, take over for a minute, will you? <laughs> go for it. Uh, you know, we have a lot of people asking a few different things. So the first one was just waiting for the next Ching challenge. The last one was the beginning of January. How often do you guys do it? The first time we actually ever did it was in January. We will be doing another one coming up. Uh, I don't have any official dates or announcements on that yet. Uh, so as soon as we have some notifications for that, I will let you guys know. We'll let you know on here live. We'll also send out an email. If you guys aren't already on the email list, Scott, is there a, a very quick and easy way for people just to, to opt in? Like, do we have a a yeah, general I, way for people to get on the list? I'm trying to yeah, think, I think what would be great. the best just general thing. It's yeah. If they just go to brandcreators.com forward slash sales. That'll take you to the seven day cha-ching challenge wait list. 
And yeah, like you said, Chris, we're probably uh, going to be announcing that here shortly. Probably beginning of next week is when we're going to announce it and when we're going to kick that next one off. Um, so we're really looking forward to that one too. So yeah, if you're interested in joining the seven day cha-ching challenge, or just want to know a little bit more about it, go to brandcreators.com forward slash sales, and uh, you can check that out. It'll give you the information um, on that. Uh, okay. So let's do this real quick. Uh, we are going to answer some questions. If you guys have any other questions, we'll stick around for another 10 minutes. If uh, you guys have anything, do me a favor though. If you, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, you probably should. And if you're on the podcast and you haven't subscribed to that channel, then you probably should because we got more coming and, uh, on YouTube, I'm posting twice a week now. So it's Tuesdays and Fridays currently. And, uh, the response has been really, really good. Uh, just dropped a video yesterday and that went over, uh, the, all of the features within Everbee. And, um, and I showed a bunch of examples and I think that video was, gosh, I think it was over 15 minutes long because I just, I couldn't stop because there were just so many great features I wanted to share with you, but I also wanted to show you multiple examples. So check that out if you haven't done so already. And then the last thing is, is, uh, we did just wrap up our niche product magic, our bonus workshop, which we did a full two hour niche validation process where we went through three examples and spent just over two hours doing that in those three examples. We're giving that away as a bonus inside of our niche product magic. If you want access to this training, you can head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash magic. And uh, you can get the details there and you can sign up and get immediate access to this and that bonus training that we just wrapped up this past weekend. So if you're interested in that, if you need help with niche validation and product selection and going deeper, go ahead and check that out. That'll probably be useful to you as well. Um, so, and actually I had it up here on the screen. I don't know why I didn't, but there it is. Um, but yeah, uh, and then just, I would say, if you guys have any questions, let's go ahead and get those addressed right now. And then Chris and I are going to get on out of here because we got another call here in about an hour and a half. So, uh, yeah. Ron said, yes, definitely go through that workshop. It's well worth every minute. And I'm assuming that would be the, the niche product magic workshop. And if you guys aren't aware, we just added a whole bunch of stuff that actually came as a result of the same thing that we're talking about here, right? We said, hey, all of these features are new. We want to really drill down into how to understand how to use this data to select your niche, how to use this data to better select products. So we shot, Scott, did that take us about two two hours on Saturday? Yeah, and then two, about two plus another hours with the Q&A, yeah. Another 30, 45 minutes of Q&A on top of that, which was great, uh, all related to really drilling down and understanding that. And somebody said, uh, when would you do uh, an SEO and listing workshop? And there is a lot of that stuff included inside of the 30-day the product blitz, which you can get when you join brandcreators.com forward slash magic. It's available right there as well. That'll really help you understand how to create some of the listings, get some stuff linked up and how to create a lot of products in a very short amount of time. So if that's the side of things that you're worried about, you can get that there as well. If you're just trying to understand the product and niche validation side of things, then you can get the magic workshop there as well. And Roy said, I learned more from these videos. I'm opening a candle shop this weekend. That's awesome, Roy. We can't wait to see how you are doing with that. Um, somebody had asked, God, is everything now updated in the niche magic workshop? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, everything. Every, and I believe what you mean is, uh, yeah, we, we basically said that we were rebranding it. it used to be Etsy product magic and now it's niche product 
magic. And we did that because we wanted to spend a little bit more time focusing on the niche validation and discovery and all of that stuff. So we rebranded it, reskinned it, if you will, and everything has been updated in there as far as that. And then yes, we've added that two hour uh, bonus niche validation session session that we just did in there as well with the Q and A. So that's all been updated. It's in there ready for anyone that has already went through that. You obviously got access to that um, at no additional charge. So, um, so that's there for you guys as well. So Chris, any quick questions before we roll on out of here? A couple. The first is Mal said, uh, what is one of the most popular products from print on demand that you sell in your shop? Obviously I don't need the niche, but what are the, it depends on the niche, mm -hmm. right? The answer is take a look at what's selling in your niche, potentially start with that and then add a bunch of other things that you don't think or don't see already in your niche, right? So we, we use the example, Scott, and you, you showed the example of that flower wall art or, uh, the, yeah. what's it called? The moon flower wall art moon or phase. Wall flower moon, moon phase wall art. Right. Um, and it was only converting at 0.8%, right? We know that even a bad listing should be above 1%. So what are we going to do with that? We're going to take a look at that. We're going to say, not that we're not going to sell something similar to that as like stick on wall art, but it looks like they're not meeting the demand. So now we have to think creatively, what are other things people might actually be looking for when they type in moon phase wall art? Well, maybe they want a canvas print, right? right. Maybe they want a rug. Maybe they want something else. It shows us that there's a ton of demand there that's not being met. So we can't just launch the same products that everybody else is already selling because the people who are selling those products aren't meeting the demand. Does that make sense, Scott? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I would say on that point too, and I just actually shot a video this morning that's going to go up on YouTube, I believe Friday. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And once again, little, little shameless plug, if you haven't subscribed to that channel, go ahead and do so. Uh, but um, I found an example of someone that created a product with a design and put it on a journal. Okay. So a journal, like a leather bound journal. Okay. Now journals, everyone's got journals. Everyone's selling a journal. Why don't you just you know, sell a journal, everybody's buying them. But what they did is they went after uh, a certain niche. I'm not going to give it away because I want you to watch that video, but they, they basically just took that product and they put their design that targets their niche. And then from there, now that journal is specific to their niche. And then what they did is they also created in, in this niche, it was a jewelry box, but it was a leather jewelry box that had the same design on the jewelry box. Right. And so they they were able to take jewelry, which is massive, target it to their, they're not selling jewelry, but they're selling something to put the jewelry in. And it went with the, the, uh, the bound journal. So that's how you can take one design and leverage it and put it on another type of product. It doesn't have to be, uh, the same product, even that you just found, it could be a design inspiration. It could be a saying inspiration, right? And you might even take that and go, okay, that's a great idea. Uh, I'm going to apply that to my niche. I'll give you an example. So you guys know that right now, like I'm publishing a lot on YouTube. Well, I'm doing a lot of research on like titles, right? Like what makes a good title? And what I'm doing is I'll take someone else that's maybe targeting people on how to grow. I don't know their, um, maybe it's their drop shipping business, right? I'm not doing drop shipping. I don't want to serve that person. So they might have a really good title and I can just take it and apply it to my Etsy people, right? Like my Etsy title, 
right? So all I'm doing is I'm drawing inspiration, even though I'm not in directly in that niche. So what I'm trying to say is get ideas from other niches that aren't exactly your niche. When you are thinking about even other products that you can offer, like there's a bunch of people that are selling pillows, but they're not selling them necessarily in my niche, but they're doing well over in this niche. So can I take my design, put it on a pillow and then use that as one of my products? Yes. Uh, Rohini and guys, if, if Scott or I butcher your name, it's not a, it's not a personal attack against you. It's just because we lack the ability to, uh, like say things phonetically. Um, he said, so like if the demand is for wall art, would you create a mug for example? Well, no, like if, if our niche was a very specific kind of thing and the only thing anybody was buying in that niche was wall art, maybe not, but we would still test it, right? If you have a design that's selling well as a sticker wall art, right? Uh, then yes. Should you test that design as a canvas? Yes. Why? Maybe somebody lives in an apartment and they don't want to put stickers all over the wall, right? Should you test that design as a pillow? Yes. Why? It costs you 20 cents and about three minutes of redesigning that, that design that you already have done to do that. And what you're going to find is that the stuff that people are buying is being bought in that niche because that's the stuff that people are finding right? If your dad's really into bass fishing and you want to buy him something bass fishing related and the only thing that you can find for him is a bass fishing t-shirt, guess what dad's getting for Father's Day, right? right. Dad's getting a bass fishing t-shirt. But if you can get him a really cool bass fishing pillow or a bass fishing, you know, a custom tackle box or something like that, maybe that's what you buy him. And what we're seeing in a lot of cases, especially, uh, Scott, and we, we had somebody bring this up on Saturday. They said, hey, you know, my niche is oversaturated. And when you, when you dive in and look at it, the two or three products that are the top sellers aren't being sold by niche-based stores. It's just a t-shirt company that happened to make a design in that store, right? So that's the other thing that we have to keep in mind. Most of the designs that you'll see, most of the products that you'll see are not actually being created by people serving that niche specifically. Mm -hmm. They just have a t-shirt creation machine or a mug creation machine. And the listing's been around long enough and people are only finding that because it's the only thing that's available. That's what's being bought. So if we can create a design that works, then we can repurpose it and see, and it costs us 20 cents and two minutes uh, in, in Printify or wherever else to redesign that product. And Scott, you said something on Saturday and it's inside of the Niche Magic Workshop, but I wanted to bring it up for people. And you said, if you can sell someone a t-shirt, you can sell someone something else. If someone is willing to walk around with that design blasting to everyone from the middle of their body, right? Chances are they're really into that design right? Whether it's a phrase or an, a piece of art or whatever. And so if you see t-shirts in your niche, that's actually a good thing, right? That doesn't mean that's all you should ever sell, right. but it means that there's passion there, right? If somebody is willing to, to buy, a, you know, I love wine almost as much as I love my best friend, or I love wine more than I love my best friend t-shirt, are they going to buy that as a pillow? Yes, because it's a lot less of a public statement, Mm -hmm. Right. And so if they're willing to make that as a public statement, they're willing to make that as a private statement, as a throw pillow or whatever else. Right. And so that I don't want people to get bogged down in one specific product or one specific thing. But in a lot of cases, what you'll see is you'll see T-shirts or mugs. That doesn't mean that's all that you can sell in that niche. Just keep that in mind. Yep. All right, Chris, I think we should wrap this up. This has been a long call, but I really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Let me just go ahead and flash this up there one more time. This is our validation checklist. I will read it. So this way here, if you're listening on the podcast, just to kind of give you guys a little recap, looking at the listing age is going to allow us to see history. 
Okay. Then from there, looking at the total sales, again, that's a history validation point. Then monthly sales lets us see current listing views, lets us see the potential in traffic over the length of time that it's been up on Etsy. And then favorites lets us see how many people handled it. How many people actually raised their hand and said, yeah, I was kind of interested in this thing. And then your conversion rate is a metric to allow us to see how many of those visitors are actually converting into a sale. And to me, that is the whole list. That's your validation checklist. So definitely use it, check it out. And if you are interested in going through our niche product magic workshop, it is now available. The recording from this last weekend is also already added. It's there for you. So this is an on-demand class where you can go through it. You can head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash magic, and you can get all of the details. You get immediate access, by the way. And then the last thing is, is if you have not yet tried Everbe, I would just sign up for the free plan and just play around with it and see what it does for you and how it, how it works for your niche. I would try to do a little bit of research first, as far as what, what you want to start searching for. So you don't use up those 10, but then I would say, you know what, if you're at all interested in giving this Etsy thing a solid go, then definitely just sign up for the, the, either the growth plan or the pro plan just to give you more searches and to give you more freedom to just keep drilling in. And even if you only use it for a month, but I would definitely give it a try, even if it's just the free version. So head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash Everbee and give it a shot. All right, Chris, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for hanging up out, hanging up, hanging out with us. And uh, also if you're on YouTube, remember to subscribe. If you haven't done so already, you'll get more of those updates when we're posting new videos. If you're on the podcast, stay tuned. We got more coming. And if you're on Facebook, we love you too. All right, guys. So take care, take action, have an awesome, amazing day. And we'll see you right back here on the next episode. Take care, guys.